0: Welcome to Generation Mix. This is the podcast where a father and a son review the CDs the dad's been making for the son for the last four years or so. I'm the dad, I'm Neil. I'm the son, I'm Joel. And in episode 17, we are listening to the music of
1: Queen, yes. Elizabeth.
0: No, just Queen. Oh. So Queen were a four-piece band that emerged in the early 70s, consisting of Freddie Mercury who was the lead vocalist and pianist, Roger Taylor on drums, Brian May on guitar, and John Deacon on bass. They were huge, both in terms of single and album sales. This is a compilation that I've got to admit is quite hit single heavy. Unlike many of the other ones that we've done, I didn't do a lot of deep cuts, and I don't know why on this one. This is almost like the very best bits of Greatest Hits 1, which happens to be the best-selling album in the country. And Greatest Hits 2, which I believe is something like the 10th best-selling album in the country. Okay. And then a few deep cuts in. I think if I was going to do this one again, I'd probably go for a few more deep cuts. Because getting the, getting the Greatest Hits of Queen is not difficult. Queen as a band ended in 1991 with the death of Freddie Mercury. They did a few odds and sods thereafter and produced one final album of piecemeal stuff and one final track. But effectively, as far as John Deacon was concerned, Queen died when Freddie died. Let's jump in with our opening track, which is the first track from their sixth album, The News of the World, and it is We Will Rock You.
2: Somebody better Put your bag Into your place We will We will Rock you Sing it We will We will Rock you Everybody We will We will Rock you We will We will Rock you
1: you. I like that one But it's a bit boring
0: Why do you say It's boring It's
1: just repetitive and it's repetitive and you hear it everywhere
0: that's i can understand that and there's not a huge amount of music in it really when you think about it it's
1: yeah that and bohemian rhapsody are the things you hear ev- that you need when you think of queen
0: we may come to bohemian rhapsody but we shall yeah. see i understand what you're saying and like i said i think i would have made this cd less hit heavy if I was gonna be, if I did redo it. And we're sticking with the hits as our second track comes from 1989's The Miracle. At this point, the band had become a studio band but nobody knew it. So Freddie Mercury was diagnosed with HIV in the late 80s and as a result, they ceased touring and so the miracle was the first album that was released after he'd received his diagnosis the band knew he knew and close friends but nobody else outside of it knew so the second track we're going to listen to is the first single from the miracle and it's i want it all great
1: song
2: i I want it all and i want it now
0: that song became a freedom anthem in south africa during the apartheid struggle years towards the end of the 80s it's a great song i want it all i think it was a number three but you like i want it all yeah because we move on to another number two hit single this time from their third album sheer heart attack and this was probably the single that Suggested that Queen were very much here to stay. It's Killer Queen.
2: To avoid complications, she never kept the same address in conversation. She spoke just like a baroness. Little man, trying to get She could precise. She's a killer, dynamite with a laser beam. I like that one, but not as much as over want to.
0: So, what do you like about Killer Green? Um, the,
1: the vocals.
0: Actually, I would agree on that. That That's one of Freddie's great early vocals, actually. The lyrics are unlike anything that I think probably came out at the time in rock. This was 1974, the year I was born. The next track is drawn from, again, from the Miracle album. And I know you like this one. I think it might be your favorite so far when we get to it.
2: Invisible
1: Man, do, I'm
0: the Invisible Man, no <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That's my favourite so far. The Invisible Man is cracking little pop tune. It's got a superb video, and we'll we'll talk do about videos a little bit as we walk through. It's a good song, The Invisible Man. Yeah. I had friends at school when we were all into Queen at the same time who used to hate it. Why? They just thought it was too simple and um, and too pop. And doo, doo, they doo, have a doo, point. Doo, doo, ding. And it's they, not pop. And they kind it's of pop. have a point. that it's No, a, it's cool. It is pop. It was,
1: it's compared coolest. to the
0: kind of things that Queen were doing in the 70s, The Invisible Man is, is a straight up pop song.
1: It's It also sounds like it influence, either influenced or was influenced by the Ghostbusters thing.
0: Yeah, interesting idea considering that was a shameless steal from Huey Lewis and the News.
1: So it's stealing from two things!
0: (laughs) It's not stealing. (laughs) By the time of the miracle, they had agreed for all of their songs to be credited to Queen rather than individual writers. But this song is widely attributed thereafter that it's actually a Roger Taylor-led piece. But they were a lot more collaborative by then. Track five is from The Game. Now, up until the album The Game, Queen made a proud proclamation on all of their albums that nobody played any synthesizers, that all the instruments used on there were real, proper instruments. And at The Game, they decided to chuck that out the window and they went synthesizer crazy. That said, the lead single, which was again a number two hit single, doesn't as far as I know have any synthesizers on it. And it's crazy little thing called love.
2: I Actually don't like that
1: one
2: as
0: much. No! Crazy Little Thing Called Love is brilliant.
1: No, it's my least favourite so far.
0: Ah! Oh, I actually, no! I like Crazy Little Thing Called Love.
1: Yeah, it's not about what you like, it's what about, about what
0: I like. Yeah, no, but you can still be wrong. I don't care. I am. It's about
1: what I like, which is an opinion word.
0: I, I am astounded that you. Are you sure you're talking about the right song? Are we going to have yeah. to listen to a bit?
1: Yes, nobody's asking da da. Yes, now we about the
0: right thing. Okay.
1: Da da
0: da, da. You're, you're smiling, so you clearly like it. It's.
1: I don't dislike it. It's just, it's just my least favourite so far.
0: It's an Elvis pastiche as well. So it's mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The first five tracks we've listened to have all been singles and hit singles. I think. The Invisible Man stalled outside of the top 10, but everything else is with a top five hit. This is a deep cut from possibly my favorite Queen album, which is Queen 2. I adore this song and it's Nevermore. That's my new least favourite overall. No, no! No, 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 no! No! Yeah. No! <laughs> wrong. That's,
1: That's the first one where I'd actually go meh
0: to. Nevermore's a beautiful song. It's only about a minute and a half. It's and meh. Yeah, but it's it's
1: it's a meh minute and a half. But
0: it's part of maybe it's out of context. It's part of a whole suite. So side two of Queen Two is all written by Freddie Mercury and is stitched together so that it flows as one piece. So it kicks off with Ogre Battle. We then have The Fairy Fellas Masterstroke, which I might have included on this, but you told me you didn't like. Moves into Nevermore. The next track is then The March of the Black Queen, which is absolutely phenomenal. And actually, when you listen to it, it's almost like a proto-Bohemian Rhapsody. You could, you could see the genesis of Bohemian Rhapsody two years prior. Concludes with Funny How Love Is, and then... Right at the end is Seven Seas of Rye, which was their first hit single. And side two of Queen 2 is is sublime. So maybe if you heard Nevermore in context, you'd be a little bit more forgiving to it, but you're wrong. Queen's fifth album was A Day at the Races, and they once again had a massive smash hit single, reaching number two from it and it's this somebody to love
2: i work we watch every day of my life i work to like my bones at, at the end of the day i take home my heart
0: It's a good song, very gospel style, and, and the layering of the the harmonies, particularly in the end part of Find Me, Somebody to Love, Find. It's I did it as a stagecoach at one point. And you knew it before stagecoach because it's used in Happy Feet. You know, the film with the yeah. Mumbled the Penguin. It was awful. <laughs> it is a terrible film, but the song's good. Yeah. Can anybody find me? Somebody, Somebody, to love. Love. Somebody to love, but you like it, don't you?
1: Yeah,
0: good album as well. It there, used to the not, off,
1: but I like it now.
0: You used a eh? what?
1: One time, I'm I might be confusing it with a crazy little thing called love, but one of the class assemblies did it, and I really right. didn't like it.
0: And I, I went
1: off the song, and then
0: I think you, I think this was a class. I think you might be telling me about that.
1: Yeah, and then I listened to it and then I did a Stagecoach and liked it again.
0: The next song was off the Kind of Magic album. It's actually about a world-changing event, which was Live Aid. And Queen did a set that completely stole the whole show. It's almost universally recognized as the best thing that happened in Live Aid was Queen's set. They, they blew everybody away. They set the bar incredibly high. And they were on pretty early on, around about tea time. And it was, it was this world-changing event, Live Aid, um, about following off from Band Aid and, and the family, really. Well, they wrote a song about it, and it's called One Vision.
2: One meh, one
0: vision. That's it. Yeah, I
1: like that
0: one. So he's doing so all right so far. Yeah.
1: Only one
0: meh. One meh? Yeah. So does that mean that you're no longer classing crazy little thing called love as a meh?
1: I said I liked it. Oh, okay. But it just was my least favourite at the time.
0: The only meh is the deep cut. So, so far, yeah, all hits, all <laughs> successful. Well, let's keep the hits going then. This one is from the Greatest Hits album, although it also came from the soundtrack album to the first film they scored, which was Flash Gordon. The Greatest Hits version includes clips from the film, and that's why I chose this one instead, and it's Dr. Flash. <laughs>
1: Songs
0: meh. Hate the film. What? What do you mean meh? First of all, let like, like, let take I this one by one. The I song, don't care for it. The song is meh. There's not a lot to it.
1: Exactly.
0: And I agree. There's not a huge amount to this song. What makes it is all the little clips from the film, like only Doctor Han Zarkov, formerly of NASA, which makes it worse. Any explanation. It's super, which makes
1: it worse because the film is awful. Hawkman. The film is awful. Yeah,
0: it's super. The film is great fun. It's it's so bad it's good because <laughs> it is. You can only say that about a terrible film,
1: Dad. You can only say that about Love Boy and Shark boy,
0: love no, and Girl just, and
1: Shark Boy and Bugsy Malone. Those are the only two films I right, agree that applies first to. Of all,
0: Shark Boy and Lava Girl, yeah, which you completely mislabeled just then, yeah, is so bad. It's terrible. It's awful. It's
1: so bad. It's fun to
0: watch. For Flash. When I
1: open my eyes, you'll be go.
0: Flash Gordon is so bad. It's good. It's a cult classic. Flash Gordon.
1: Bugsy Malone is so bad. Bugsy
0: Malone is just brilliant, and that is, it's just brilliant. It's brilliant.
1: No, Bugsy Malone is so bad. This is
0: about music, not about films. And you are wrong on the film thing. Yes, I am. No,
1: I'm
0: right. No, you're not.
1: Yes,
0: I am. Flash Gordon is so bad, it's good. Right, move on. Another hit single coming. It's from the jazz album 1978. Don't
1: stop me now. I'm having such a good time.
0: It's Don't Stop Me Now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love this one. (laughs) Stop.
2: star leaping through the sky like a tiger Good. It is stop me
0: amazingly good, really, actually. Yeah,
1: so
0: fun. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what it's about, though. Oh. <laughs> the album that came after jazz was The Game. We already listened to Crazy Little Thing Called Love From It. This was another single from it, but it was perhaps the least well-known of the four hit singles from the album, and it's Save Me. annoy me no
1: it's
0: not the worst it's not the best no. oh you don't like the slow ones is what i'm coming to the conclusion here no save me's phenomenal it's, no, it's boring melancholy it's beautiful it's the last track on the game and it's so good that it makes me want to listen to the game again when i listen to save me i think it's a beautiful song it's written a by mere. brian may it's not a mare.
1: it is a mare.
0: if it wasn't Thanks for the for fact me. that we just heard Don't Stop Me Now. I would probably be pontificating about the fact that Save Me is my favourite track so far. I love Save Me. Oh, how often can one 13-year-old boy be wrong? Well, let's find out, shall we? And move on to track 12.
1: It's a kind of magic,
2: it's a kind of magic. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah,
0: I like that one a lot. Well, this was our theme for the episode, wasn't it? Yeah. And our musical clue. It's from the album A Kind of Magic. It was a number three hit. It shares some lines with one vision. One day you are going to have to watch the video for It's Kind of Magic because it's a great video. Queen were capable of doing brilliant videos, but A Kind of Magic is one of the very, very best ones. It's animated as well as the band. And it's so fun. Such a good song as well. So we are going to wind back to their very first single. It was a failed single. It didn't, didn't chart. Keep yourself alive. I was told a million times of all the
2: troubles in my way. Might you grow a little wiser, a little better every day. but never saw my face any day. Now they say, you, a superstar. I tell you, just be satisfied stay A few years back, when
1: I was doing a young voices thing. It was on a rock medley. It was. The chorus was on the, the, the rock medley of the year. I did not know it was my queen.
0: Wow. But
1: yeah, the chorus is good, the verses are not there. <laughs>
0: Nothing wrong with the verses. I
1: don't mind them, but...
0: The chorus is banging.
1: Yeah, keep yourself alive. You know what,
0: I'm still smarting keep by, by you not liking Save Me. I don't care. Well, <laughs> you like Keep Yourself Alive. Yeah. It's a good song, first track Queen ever released actually, both as a single and indeed as track number one on their first album, Queen. I like Keep Yourself Alive, I think it's a shame it wasn't a hit. Yeah. So after Keep Yourself Alive, we return to the game for what I think is going to be my personal nadir of this. I don't like this song, but I know you did like it,
2: Uh.
0: and it's
2: Murder. It's not
1: murder. It's about
0: death. No, it's not. I don't really know what it's about. Biting it about the clothing? dust
1: generally means death.
0: Not necessarily. Yeah. So I, I like, don't like it. But if you. It,
1: even if it was, even if even if it wasn't a murder, song, I like. I would. I would still love it. But oh,
0: did you say love it?
1: Yeah. But oh. the fact that it's a murder song <laughs> makes you actually... it even better. <laughs>
0: you know, what? a new experience on this podcast, listeners, is that I'm actually disappointed that he likes a song that's on one of these. I, uh, I find Another One Bites The Dust boring. You accused We Will Rock You of being boring. Another One Bites The Dust I just find really boring. And...
1: You are you are shaming you. You don't like murder songs.
0: I love murder songs. I listen to Johnny Cash for heaven's sake. Yeah, he plenty Taylor of songs Swift. about and and nobody no Cry by Taylor Swift, which is phenomenally the best song from twenty twenty.
2: Murder songs
1: are good.
0: But you like Another One I, Bites the Dust. I'd
1: really like the song if it wasn't about murder. But the fact that it's about murder makes me love
0: it. So how, how, <laughs> how can you love what I think is the worst song on the game and then Nair, what I think is the best song on the game? You're just wrong. I'm not. Save Me is a far better song. You're just wrong. Anyway, let's, let's move on to... A song that was a single released from News of the World but does not appear in any of their greatest hits because it flopped as a single, which is a shame. Spread Your Wings, written by John Deacon. I'm relieved that you think it's okay. It's just a good pop song.
1: I wouldn't say I particularly like it, but it
0: was a flop single. I I do personally really like Spread Your Wings. I wish it had been a bigger hit. But by then, I suppose it was the second release from News of the World. We Will Rock You, We Are The Champions had already been a hit it was unlikely to repeat the uh, level of success because people then bought the album by them, so they didn't want to buy it again. And Queen were not a band for two things. One, putting a lot of bonus tracks out as B-sides. They tended to use tracks from the albums. And two, to my knowledge, I don't think they ever released a single that wasn't on the album. Ever, I think they they never released what's known as a standalone single Everything was available on an album Often in a slightly different version And so the second singles often didn't sell To the level of the first ones The next track is Quite emotional Mm -hmm. It comes from Their final album While Freddie was still alive Which is Innuendo Which is a stunning album It's incredibly reflective and it was released as a double a side with a re-release of bohemian rhapsody so it got to number one and it has one of the most heart-rending videos you'll ever see because you see just how ill freddie mercury was before he died but it's these are the days of our lives.
1: Saddest
0: song it's maybe to be sad, it
1: doesn't
0: sound sad maybe it's just it remind it makes me feel sad because of, it's wrapped up in Freddie's death he was so ill in his last years from from AIDS that it it's associated tinged with sadness I may have been hasty when I said that Another one, Bites the Dust, was probably going to be my least favourite on this CD. Because I forgot about the next one. From Jazz, I want to ride my bicycle. It's Bicycle Race. You say Cole, I say Kate, you say John, I
2: say Wayne, locked up, I say Cole a man, I don't want to be the president of America. I, say, I said, God, I said he to- I said, Jesus, I don't want to be a cat. For want do bicycle, bicycle. bicycle, I want to my bike. I want
1: You've to add my bicycle to know like this, like this one either
0: I included this because you had told me how much you liked it when I made the CD, and then when I made the CD, you immediately told me, no, I don't, I hate it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the video's all right. It's got naked ladies in it. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're pixelated. They're, they they So? The bicycle race and fat bottom girl. Well, the bicycle race video actually, not fat bottom girl. The bicycle race video was filmed at a stadium in London, and they had a load of naked girls riding around on bicycles. And ah! and the the two songs that were released as a single interchange a lyric from each other. So, in bicycle rights, basically, in bicycle race, there's a line about you hear something in reference to the Fat Bottom Girls and in Fat Bottom Girls, there's a line that says, get on your bikes and ride. And so they're always intended to be a dual released single, but I don't like Bicycle Race. Time for another deep cut. And this is from News of the World. It's our third track from News of the World. And I love this song, which is why I included it. It's... Probably the best thing on all news as well and it's late.
2: If I take you to mine, is it making me? My-
1: last sweet section
0: the angry. oh the the angry section angry yeah, where, where the result of their relationship is it's on the rocks and yeah oh okay well, i mean it builds to that I mean, it's the same tune but it builds to it and so you have to take the stages by stages and listen to the story it's late i think it's the jewel in the crown of if you pardon the regal pun crown queen of news of the world Let's fly forward to their final album again For what was their last single released While Freddie was still alive I know you like this The show must go on I love the show that must go on and possibly contender for my favourite Queen song of all time.
1: Yeah, same.
0: It's a lovely track. It was their 40th single release, you know, as a band. And do you know what the B-side was? What? Keep Yourself Alive. The B-side to The Show Must Go On, their 40th and final single while they were all still alive, was their first single quite a nice little poetic end actually
2: yeah
0: but you've mentioned our next track the Bohemian Rhapsody the mega behemoth that is Bohemian Rhapsody Mama
2: just killed a man put a gun against his head pulled my trigger now
1: Love that one.
0: That is probably my favorite. It's pretty flawless, isn't it? Yeah. And ridiculous and bombastic and over the top. Twice got to number one, selling a million copies each time. Everybody knows Bohemian Rhapsody. Came from the Night at the Opera album. It's the only track I picked from Night at the Opera, actually, which is surprising. Let's move into our final pick from the Works album, and it's the only track I picked from the works, actually. And it's a nice one to end with because it ended the album. It is Is This the World We Created.
2: Is this the world we created? What did we do it for? Is this the world we invaded? Against the law, so it seems the in-
0: like that one it's oh I'm glad you actually like a reflective song on this (laughs) it's quite beautiful actually yeah to my knowledge that's the only instance of a Brian May Freddie Mercury co-write they were the two main songwriters in Queen although Deacon and Taylor had significant success with some of their songs as well Freddie Mercury for me still has one of the greatest and most distinctive voices in music yeah you know freddie singing when you hear freddie singing and irreplaceable no matter who they get to go on tour with them these days freddie was utterly irreplaceable so i kind of stand with john deacon that queen ended when freddie died and what they're doing now no offense to them but it's a pale imitation of it yeah do you enjoy the cd yeah. There wasn't many songs on that that were not singles.
2: Yeah.
0: And I'm wondering if actually I might have to do you a second volume that's got a lot more of the deep cuts on it. Maybe. But I wanted... I think you had probably a bit more input into this CD than many of the others because there were songs that I knew you liked and I wanted to give you one that you would totally enjoy.
1: Yeah.
0: That concludes our run through of Queen. There's only one thing left to do now, isn't there? And, and my turn. Is... Oh yes,
1: Joel's revenge. So this is the part of the podcast where I force Dad to listen to a song I like. Okay. So it's a song called "I'm Something Else" by a YouTuber called Something Else YT. Hopefully, you like this one because it's a reflection on his time at in middle school and elementary school, where he was being bullied by
0: his okay. classmates.
1: So, what did you think?
0: I'm trying to formulate my thoughts about that. Okay. So that I can be coherent and not rude. You
1: didn't like it, did
0: you? No, I didn't like it. I don't care, I'll pull down your underwear. Sounds a bit rapey. I don't think that that's...
1: In several of his videos he states how most of the bullies were boys.
0: Yeah, no, but that's out of context. Then that song, and in isn't the
1: video, it? he pulls down their trousers, not their pants.
0: Well, underwear is underpants. It's it's not your trousers. It, in which case, it doesn't even work in terms of its internal logic. His rapping in the verses, I've got to admit, was quite clever, but it's not my kind of music. Yeah, and it, that's it's also angry music, but. Not in a good way Like something like It's late What a downbeat note To end on
1: No because you're You're mean
0: No I just don't like it good song I just don't like it And I suspect Most of the people That listen to this podcast Won't like it either Tell me I'm wrong folks Ruth likes it Well that concludes Episode 17 Of Generation Mix Thank you very much For listening We both have YouTube channels Mine is called Pock and Rop It's all about music
1: Mine is called Foxy T Nuggets Gaming. It's all about gaming, mostly Minecraft.
0: Next episode will be out in a fortnight. Listen out for our musical clue as to who it might be. But until then, this is Pop and Rock signing off. Bye.
2: Bye. Generation Mid.